Okay, so a couple of episodes back, I did an episode on perspective. At least I think I did. And there was another episode, and it was on horizons. You know, vaguely. It wasn't about horizons, and it wasn't about perspective per se. Because none of my episodes are about anything in particular, but hopefully there's some form of overarching fucking narrative that people are interested in and are willing to explore alongside me. Because again, when I speak to use cunts, I'm really just talking out loud and talking to myself. When I give advice, quote unquote, it's a, I'm trying to advise myself as best I can. And no one's been made fucking listen to it, so if you don't like it, you know where to piss off to. But anyway, I want to... I want to do something here that kind of amalgamates perspective and a kind of amalgamates horizons. So, horizons only exist from our perspective, okay? There's no such thing as a horizon. I suppose there is. If you're off the planet, it's a tricky one. I mean, when I look up at the moon, let's say you look up at a full moon, the horizon of the of a full moon is the circle. It's the perimeter, okay? It's essentially where the land meets the sky, Okay, and if you're standing on the moon or if you're standing on Earth, it's it surrounds you. It's you see it in three sixty. Okay, no matter what degree you turn, whether you turn ninety degrees, so let's say you're facing one direction. If you turn ninety degrees, you're going to be either looking directly to your left or directly to your right. If you're looking in one direction and you turn one hundred and eighty degrees, you're going to be looking in the opposite direction. So no matter what degree, whether it's one or two hundred and sixty-five, all the way up to three hundred and sixty, no matter how many degrees of rotation you turn, you're always going to be facing the horizon because when you're on a planet, it's what separates the sky from the sky floor. All right. But the point here is that it's it's relative to your position, basically. So. If you're in a hole, okay, if you're down a fucking mine shaft, your horizon is directly above you. Okay, and it might only be, depending on the size of the hole, it might only be three foot in circumference. But if you're standing on top of a mountain, you know, your horizon isn't above you, it's below you. And it's thousands of kilometres. Okay, so perspective is everything. And that's what I'm going to flesh out a little bit more. So... Here's another one. I don't know who I'm, I'm, I'm robbing this off, but um, it doesn't matter. You're in space. There's no stars. There's no planets. There's no nothing. There's no up. There's no down. There's no left or right. You're just hovering in space in your little space chute. Shoot? There's no such thing as a space chute. You're floating around in space in your space suit. Okay? And there's a little red light flashing on your helmet that you can't see. Okay? And in the distance... You, you kind of see something. Now, just to, to make this work, no stars, no planets, no fucking comets, no nothing. You're just in, it's just darkness. 360 degrees around you in all directions. It's just nothing but darkness. All right? You have a little red light flashing on your helmet, but you don't notice it because it's at the back of your head saying you just don't see it. And then off in the distance, you kind of see something. You're like, what the fuck is that? Is that a green light flashing? Okay? So you've got a red light flashing and... In the distance, is that a green light flashing? And you're, you're kind of focusing in on it. And then it becomes apparent that it seems to be getting bigger. It's coming towards you. And it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger as it comes closer and closer and closer to you. And then as it gets to a certain distance, you go, fuck, that's a, that's another astronaut. That's somebody in a spacesuit like me, only they've got a green light flashing on them instead of a red light. And they keep, they're coming towards you and coming towards you, coming towards you. And the next minute, fucking, boom! They fucking fly past you. 
at a fucking thousand miles an hour, just vroom, they're gone. And like it came towards you, gradually, and got bigger and bigger and bigger and faster and faster and faster, as it goes away from you now, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and slower and slower and slower. So you're there motionless, you're not moving in the least. You see this thing coming towards you and then flying past you, vroom, and it's gone. And you're like, fuck, that was traveling fast. But now put yourself in the perspective of the guy with the red flashing light. So picture this. This is the exact same scenario, by the way. The guy, the astronaut in the spacesuit with the red flashing light is just hovering in empty space, minding his own business. Then off in the distance, he sees this kind of light. He's like, is that a, is that a, a light flashing? And then it gets closer and closer and bigger and bigger. And they go, fuck, that's a fucking, that's an astronaut. That's someone in a space suit like me, just with a different color light on. And the next one, they fucking fly past them. And the same way it came closer to them and got bigger and bigger and bigger and faster and faster and faster. As it went by them, it got smaller and smaller and smaller and slower and slower and slower. But from the perspective of both people, they were sitting still minding their own business. And you might say to yourself, now hang on a second, Fran, you said at the start that the first astronaut was sitting there in space, minding his own business, and then this other object came towards it. But from the perspective of the thing that was coming towards it, it was just sitting there minding its own business. And you came and went, boom, flying past it. And the most important thing about everything that I'm discussing here is what I said at the outset. So what I said at the outset was, there's no stars there's no planets, there's just infinite darkness. And what's so important about that is perspective. How are you to know you're travelling if you've nothing that will go by you as you travel? So on Earth, as you drive down the road, things pass you. Okay, but if you were driving down a road and then the planet disappeared... You'd have no way of knowing whether or not your car was still moving. Because without things going past you, you've no real way of noticing that you're moving in the first place. It's you passing things that gives you the feeling that you're actually in motion. Now, acceleration is slightly different as opposed to motion. Because as you accelerate, that's a feeling that you get. You can actually sense that. Okay, you get... You get stuck to your seat. So if you're sitting in a stationary car, you put it into first, floor it, and speed off as fast as, as you possibly can. You literally, shoo, you'll, you'll, you'll stick to your seat. And you felt that in, in roller coasters, I'm sure. As they accelerate, you really do get stuck to your seat. And you've probably seen it in cars, like proper supercars, things that can do not to 60 in two or three seconds. Like if you actually see somebody's face... Like, if you're recording somebody's face as they go from zero to 60 miles an hour in two seconds, you'll see their skin pull back from their face. Okay, you create a G-force. Okay, or you're you're experiencing G-force, should I say. But enough about accelerating cars and more about perspective. Here's one for you. I was watching a YouTube video there the other evening of a guy. This is so fucking cool. It's incredible. It was of a guy in a hang glider. So, hang gliders don't have engines. They usually get towed up into the sky behind a plane. 
then the plane pulls a lever and basically lets go of the glider and the glider does as the name suggests it just fucking glides okay but this glider and the sorry the, the, the pilot that's in this glider whipped out his camera and started talking and he basically said check this shit out lad this is fucking mad and he turned the camera around and he pointed it at his instrumentation okay now according to his instrumentation he wasn't going up or down so he had a an altimeter i presume it's called something that measures your altitude and it was telling him that he wasn't going up and he wasn't going down so he was flying along at the same height say okay so that's one thing fair enough nothing fucking mad about that he wasn't going up or down you know no problem the next one then was his headwind okay so what a headwind is is the speed of the air that's coming towards you okay that's all that is it's the it's the speed of the wind and let's say the speed of the wind was i don't know 60 kilometers an hour Okay, now what's relevant here is, actually no, I won't do that. So his, his headwind was 60 kilometers an hour, okay? Now that doesn't mean that the air passing over his wings was 60 kilometers an hour because he's traveling forward. So let's say if he's traveling at 10 miles an hour, to keep it simple, and he is a headwind of 60 kilometers an hour, that means the air traveling over his wings is 50 kilometers an hour. Fucking bro science alert, okay, lads? This, is, this ain't no fucking degree course. But anyway, moving away from the glider up in the sky and bringing it back down to earth, literally and figuratively. So gliders, my understanding is they're usually towed up into the sky because they don't have engines to propel themselves into the sky. So when you're dragging a glider behind you, when you get to a certain speed, let's say it's 100 kilometers an hour, okay? That means that the air traveling over the wings is sufficient to create uplift, okay? So you've noticed this probably if you're driving your car and you put your hand out the window and you tilt it one way or the other way, other way. And if you tilt it one way, your hand will go up. And if you tilt it the other way, your hand will go down. As the air passes over your hand, it forces it down or up. Um... Formula One cars, and cars generally, are designed to push the car down, especially Formula One cars, because if Formula One cars weren't being pushed down by the air that's going over them when they're travelling at fucking over 200 miles an hour, if that air lifted them up as opposed to pushed them down, they would literally take off. And that's been a problem with like super, super fast, high-performance vehicles that are supposed to stay on the ground. It's fucking keeping them there. Because if you get fast enough and the body shape or the aerodynamics of your vehicle isn't entirely focused on pushing you into the ground, that means it's focused on lifting you off the ground. And if you get that importantly wrong, you'll be going down a dead straight stretch of road and your car will literally take off. Okay, so getting back to the glider which doesn't have an engine being towed by a plane that obviously does have an engine the plane picks up speed flies along and as the airspeed over the wings of the glider get to a certain critical point uplift is created and the glider soars okay so what's important to know here is it's all to do with not how fast the glider is traveling that has practically that has literally nothing to do with it what has everything to do with it is the speed of the air going across the wings. Okay, so here's another one for you. 
if you have an aeroplane parked on the ground, parked on a runway, and it's just sitting there, the engine is off, okay? It's not running. It's in no danger of flying away, okay? It's sitting there motionless. But it's facing into a wind. If that wind is sufficiently strong, that plane will lift off. It will literally take off with all its engines off, no pilot, no nothing. If it's facing into a strong enough wind, and the wind going across the wings is going across those wings fast enough, it's going to do what it does as though it's picking up speed about to take off. And once it gets to that critical point whereby the up force is greater than the weight of the aeroplane, it will literally jump up off the ground. So a stationary aeroplane... Now, I'm not talking about a fucking jumbo jet here, lads, but I could be. If, like, a, a small one-seater airplane is more along the lines of what I'm talking about, but it still holds for a jumbo jet that weighs 300 tonnes, okay? If the air passing over those wings gets to a certain point, the entire thing will lift clean off the fucking ground. But enough about airplanes taking off with the fucking handbrake on. And more about this cunt up in his glider making a YouTube video. So he showed that he wasn't going up or down. He showed what the headwind was. And then he went and showed us his ground speed. Okay, so that's basically how much ground the vehicle is covering, a.k.a. the speed that it's moving at. And its ground speed was zero, which meant he wasn't moving forward. Okay, so you've got a guy in a glider not connected to anything in the sky and he's fucking motionless so if you were on the ground looking up you'd see the airplane just hovering like a helicopter but without the fucking rotors literally just sitting there like you drew it into a cloud it was just sitting there wasn't going forward wasn't going backwards wasn't going up or wasn't going down effectively hovering and the reason that it was hovering was because the airspeed, the, the speed of the air passing over its wind, passing over its wing, the speed of the air passing over its wing was sufficient so that it didn't fall. It was equal to the weight of the aircraft. So if the aircraft, let's say the glider weighed, I don't know, fucking 200 kilos, just to pluck a number out of my head. If it weighed 200 kilos and the wind, or the air, should I say, was travelling over its wings at such a speed that it created 200 kilos of upforce, that means it was literally just sitting there. And the reason why I'm fucking going to this length to explain any or of all of this is just to hammer home this idea of perspective. Perspective is fucking everything. Absolutely fucking everything. And it's everything because it shows that Facts, maybe facts is the wrong word, but statements of truth, say, and uh, announcements, I think things that we say to ourselves, claims, I suppose, that's a better one, claims, claims are all about perspective, because the person who sells boats is going to think that ocean water rising is a fucking great thing, but the person that... I don't fucking know. Sells cars is going to think the opposite. 
because from one person's perspective, ah, more sea, more boats, and the other person's perspective, ah, more land, more cars. Now, that couldn't be any more of a base, terrible example I can fucking think of but you get the cunting sentiment or do you I'm off the lead at gmail.com if you don't or if you do www.patreon.com forward slash off the lead if you fancy fucking supporting me I'm going to try and do what I can to remind cunts that I fucking don't do this for the fucking crack that I'm trying to fucking make something of it and if you like what I'm doing if you appreciate what I'm doing if you're getting something out of what I'm doing then fucking support me as cunts and on that note I'll chat to you soon